the most awful and atrocious and horrific evil that exists in this world is the slavery of the most innocent, which is our children. Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Victor Marks Show. It's a beautiful day here at our studio in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm finally happy to say the snow has subsided. Man, I, I got tired of the cold stuff. Uh, but good to be in the studio today. I have got an Instagram friend, uh, Ian Windsor, and he is a wild man. That's You just look at him. It, it, it says it all, the red beard. He's a Viking, someone on the loose. Uh, but Ian went, I, I want to thank you for being part of today's show. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. So, um, first of all, we said Instagram. I want people to know how to get to your Instagram page right away. How can they find you? Yeah, um, my main Instagram is iWinster. I-W-E-N-D-T-S-T-E-R. Um, that's my that's my main page. And then I have a backup, of course, because we all have to have backups these days. That's I went yep. two. Um, and those are my only two accounts. What's the what's the history with Winster, the name? Where's that from? It's funny. You're actually the only one that's ever asked me that. Um, yeah, because most people think my last name is Winster, but it's actually Went. So Went, okay. So Winster, I Winster, uh, it was my football nickname. Ah. So my my football coach, uh, that was that was his nickname for me. And, uh, you know, every, every practice is, I Winster. That's exactly uh, how he talked. Perfect. I grew up in upstate, I grew up in upstate New York. And so just imagine like the raspiest, thickest New York accent screaming that at you every single day, a billion times a day. And uh, yeah, so when I started my social media, I was just trying to think of like a unique name. And that's, that's the one that came to me. And so, you know, I've been I've been on social media for, I don't even know, 15, 15 years or so yeah. now. And so when I first started it, that's what it was. And then as things kind of started to progress, and as my account started to get more popular, and I started to gain more influence, there was actually a time where I tried to change it and I tried to go to just Ian went and not going to happen, not going to happen, man. Everybody was like, I can't find you. It's driving me nuts. And I was like, all right, I went stir. It is, I guess. I went stir stays yeah, as it is. I so here we are. <clears throat> so why are yeah. you so popular, man? In, in this world of social media, you got a ton of followers. Why, why are people like you so much? You know, uh, I think um, I think there's a couple things. I think I'm relatable, more relatable than than other people. Maybe um, I'm a dad. You know, I have two kids, uh, two and four. I'm I'm a husband, and I'm a business owner in America. And I'm just I'm I'm literally just building a small business with my family. And you know, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I just, I think it's more relatable for people. They just see somebody who is kind of living the, what I like to call my American dream. 
Um, yep. But also, I think my my way of helping people to become aware of things, um, whether it be social, political issues, whatever it may be, uh, I think I've been given a, a gift to be able to teach people. Yeah. Um, and that ability to teach people has created an enormous amount of influence. Yep. Um, and, you know, I try to see things from both sides. Yeah. If you want to call it sides, whatever, yep. right? I, I try to stay um, as far away from the, the extremes as possible, but also continue to stay where it aligns most with my values and my morals, right? Um, and I think a lot of people want that, you know, regardless of what it may look like, I think, I think that's what people are yearning for. Um, and so I think that's what makes me popular, I guess, is what you're asking. But yeah. So it's, it wasn't your beauty tips. It was straight to all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, long story short, um, like a lot of other people back in the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, you know, I, I was, I was fairly uh, well known in the business and marketing world. Cause that's what I did. I, you know, I was in direct sales and marketing for over 10 years. Wow. Um, and at the time I was the CMO of a, of a sales company. And uh, I just decided like a lot of other people that I couldn't let things go the way that they were going. And I, I couldn't not speak up regardless yeah. of what the backlash might be. My wife thought I was crazy. She's, she's like, you're an idiot. You're going to burn everything you've built to the ground and people right. are going to think you're crazy. And, but I was like, I have, you know, I have a son at the time. I just had my son. I didn't, we didn't have my daughter yet, but I was like, you know, what am I going to tell him yeah. 10, 15 years from now? Yep. If I knew that I should have spoke up and I didn't. Yeah. And so I just, I did. Like a lot of other people, I got really loud about about things. Uh, specifically, it started during like the the riots because I saw that for what it was. I was like, "This is this is nothing more than our government and the mainstream media trying to create as much divide as possible so that the control is that much easier." And I was like, "The next two years, the next three years are going to be absolutely horrific." And I talked about it, and then I started kind of diving into conspiracy theories, right? And uh, it, it blew me away the amount of people that actually had. So I, I was just surprised about two things. I say this all the time. I was surprised, number one, about the amount of people that agreed with me and and the fact that it was the exact opposite of what I thought. And rather than me burning everything to the ground, it actually exploded. Right. And my influence just boom, right. took off. And I was like, holy crap. And then the second thing was um, I, I never realized how many people were not aware like just simply not aware of what's going on behind the scenes, whether it, again, whether it be social political issues, whether it be the government, whether it be evil in general. Right. So many people were completely blind to all of those things. And when I started speaking about them, it was like light bulbs and just enlightenment. And, you know, that's kind of what brought people to me at first. And as the following grew, you know, I didn't want to be the guy that was just being a personality. I didn't right, want to right. be another political personality. Right. <clears throat> I wanted to actually make a difference. And so I rallied the following that I had built together at the time to help veteran organizations, child trafficking organizations. Um, we, we raised several hundred thousand dollars for multiple small businesses and saved them for having to close their doors during the lockdown. Hmm. And we did a lot of amazing things. And this this community was just so strong and so powerful 
Um, and it got to a point where I was like, okay, all of these people, they want to be loud and proud about what they're doing. They want to talk about it. They want to be vocal about it, but they're afraid. They're afraid of being canceled. They're afraid of losing their jobs. They're afraid of losing family members, whatever it may be. Right. And so I said, okay, well, you know, let's, let's figure out a way to, to make it possible for them. And so I literally made a t-shirt, dude. I made a green OD green military green Patriot t-shirt. It just, it was just green and it said Patriot on it. I actually have it if you want to, yeah, to grab see. it quick. Hang on, I'll show it. So this is, this is one of the very first ones that I ever made. But that was it. It was that simple, man. And, boom. and at the time I was like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool if we could get, you know, 50 people to wear this and, and show what they're, what they're, you know, what they're proud about. And it was, it just, dude, it just exploded. We did like 400 and something in two days. And then it just, for the next few months, meanwhile, I still have my career as a marketing executive on the side. We're just building this following and continuing to, to create this clothing because my buddy actually owned a fulfillment company here in town. Mm. And so we're just doing everything out of there. Wow. And it just, it just grew and grew and grew. And then it came time where I felt, uh, you know, as, as much as people may say this sounds crazy, I just, I felt called to, yeah. to leave what I was doing yep. and go all in on building this because it was so much more than a clothing company. It was so much more than a brand. And um, that's when I realized what it was all about. And as I thought about it, cause when it came time to like, okay, this is, this isn't just me selling clothes for my Instagram. Like this is a movement. Um, I started thinking about, well, what does this represent? And what I realized was when all these people were throwing money and resources and everything at these businesses, not one time did any of them ever ask me, is the business owner black? Are they white? Are they wearing a mask? Are they vaccinated? Are they Democrat? Are they Republican? No one asked those questions. They just threw money and resources at these businesses because that's what you do. And so that's when I realized that our message at Official Patriot Gear is literally that. It's when people wear that t-shirt, it's it's to remind people that patriotism is not partisan and it should never be. And the choice should always be patriotism over party. And it's not exclusive either to one group or one individual, right? If you love the country and you love the people in it and you want the best for the country and you're willing to defend those things, you're a patriot, period. That's where it stops. And, and honestly, patriotism isn't even just an American thing. There right. are patriots all over the world. We have we have patriot tees in 49 countries. Wow. And and so I think it's a message that is so needed right now. Um and it's it's obvious with what we're doing with my company because, you know, we've we've grown an unreal amount in the last year or so and people just continue to embrace it for what it is and they're not just buying it because they like the way the t-shirt looks. They're buying it for what it stands for. And, and they're sharing that message with everybody they know. And, you know, people can say what they want about selling a t-shirt, but if you can think of a better way to spread a message like that, than putting right. it on someone's chest or someone's head all right. over the world and having them go everywhere all over the world and see thousands and millions of people, I'm all ears. Yeah. Yeah. Human you know? billboards. Well, now to this point of being patriotic and what not? What, what do you think is some of the biggest challenges in America right now? What's one for sure? <laughs> where Where do you start? The border. Um, yeah, yeah, border. Yeah, Isn't it interesting 
that the reaping and sowing effect is happening. Now Chicago is saying, whoa. New York is saying, "Uh uh-uh. These Democratic cities, they're really going, "Uh uh-oh. This this ain't working good. Yeah, well, and the administration is now backtracking and trying to put the same policies in place that they called Trump a racist for. Now, don't get me wrong. I am I don't consider myself, you know, a Trumper or whatever. Definitely yep. definitely a much better choice, and the guy definitely understands how to run a country better than the guy that we have in place right now. That's why I voted for him the first. Right, time, same here. You know. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, man, it 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 blows my mind how people can't see what's going on. And it's like, dude, everything that this administration is saying that this previous administration did or that the uh, that the opposite party is doing they're literally doing all of it and yeah. they're getting away with it and yeah. that's the mind-blowing thing is the fact right. that the fact that you know i always say victor that apathy and um apathy and entitlement are the two biggest not biggest but two two of the biggest issues that we have as a society in general for sure so many people are just apathetic to what's going on and so many people just are just feel like they're entitled to what they have freedom liberty whatever it is and they're not and because of that they're not willing to fight for it um and you know as far as the border goes like i served a religious mission in nicaragua i was over i was in there for over 2 years i wow. never i'm not i'm not a military pro i never served in the military i'm just a normal civilian um and but i can tell you that my love and my pride for this country and being an American comes from the two years that I spent in a third world country that, and I experienced things and I saw the way that those people live. And it's like, dude, the people that are screaming from the rooftops about how they're oppressed in America, you don't have a clue. You don't know what it feels like to wake up in a dirt floor and have no shower. Instead, you're using a bowl, a big piece of soap and a 50 gallon barrel filled with rainwater. Yeah. And and the fact that you're not going to have electricity half of the day because you have water. And there's because no it grocery goes, stores. Yeah. They're not going to go down a safe no. way. And if you go to a grocery store, a lot of the food's rotten, right? I dude, yeah. I ate Ritz crackers and milk bags for three months straight. <laughs> I can never eat another Ritz cracker in my entire I will never I, touch it I, ever I, again. I know. I put a bag in front of you, start to gag. Oh and, man. And it, people don't understand. Um, the, the, what, what you're talking about, and and it's sad. The thing that concerns me right now is what you what you spoke of is just the apathy, but it goes deeper. It's like I believe that the lack of testosterone in men is causing a very strong passivity that they literally can't control. They can't buck up. They can't. They just don't have it in them. And no. I think there's a lot more strategically now. Look. I have always been against conspiracy theories. I'm going to go get my tinfoil hat. I, I'll take care of that for I'm, you. I'm wearing tinfoil <laughs> underwear right now. I want my groins <laughs> to be protected. Loins. My brain is shot. I got to protect the loins. It, it's but, but there is something going on that's factual and undeniable. And uh, it, but but people can even conservatives or Republicans or anything, they don't really say anything. They just kind of, you know, it's the sheep syndrome. And again, it's like, I don't want to be cliche, but I'm like, it, cattle are being burned. Chicken for eggs are being destroyed. They want us to eat something other that's real. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to say one thing 
to folks listening. This is the first time I've made an announcement. I I have for about a month been on a the carnivore carnivorous diet. Uh, I've never been a huge meat eater. Uh, steaks and I just haven't. But a friend of mine, Chad Robichaux, fellow Marine, you know, he got on this thing, and I'm I'm like going, dude, what's what's going on? First of all, you look more energy, you lost body fat, you're looking a little bit more stacked. He said, you're not going to believe it, Victor. Steak and grass, you know, grass-fed steak, butter, all, all the stuff you're not supposed to pound. So I got on it, and folks, let me just tell you this. Within two weeks, I lost about five pounds of body fat. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm 6'1". I was like at 220, uh, just under 12% body fat. So I don't have a lot, but, you know, when you're trying to be functionally fit and do things, especially as you get older, every little ounces equals pounds when it comes time for fat. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yep. He told me this, in, and tell me if you've heard this, he said, man, his strength went through the roof. And I got to tell you, I went back in the gym, and almost immediately my strength went from 10% better to 20%. And I'm going, how is this possible? And I'm telling you all, it is red meat. God bless America. Wagyu. Well, yeah. well what's, what's, what's interesting is, you know, if you think about like people take creatine, for example, right? They take creatine for muscle mass and strength. That's what's in red meat. Bingo. Creatine is in red meat. Like that's that's where you get creatine from, right? And if you but think you about you don't get bloated. You don't get bloated. No. And if you think about where we come from, I mean, there's a reason why like life expectancy has gone down. There's a reason why men and testosterone is going down. And there's a reason why in the past, you know, for example, people that that uh that know about like intermittent fasting, right? Right. Everybody, the people that swear by intermittent fasting swear by it. Well, why? Well, think about it this way. Intermittent fasting is basically just going back to our primitive ways because you didn't have the ability to just eat every few hours when you were, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You were hunting and gathering and then you would eat for like three hours of a day or maybe an hour of a day and then you wouldn't eat again until that next time. And so it's just going back to how we were naturally existing in the past, right? But I'll tell you this, you know, this isn't even a conspiracy, man. It's like, this is uh this is actually part of the message that I share. I believe, I, I believe that is truly a battle of good and evil right now. There's a yes. lot of things that are going on that, that, yep. that prove that. Yep. But here's what people need to understand. You know, when I have conversations with other people that are like, oh, do you really believe that, you know, these people are just out to get us, et cetera, et cetera. And that, and I'm like, Yes. And the reason why is because this has happened literally since the dawn of time. There has always been evil. What makes you think that it just disappeared because now they're wearing shirts and ties and they're not adorned with gold? And it's like evil is evil. You don't negotiate with evil. You just you go you do the you go the exact opposite way and you you snuff it out. That's what you do with evil. Right. But the problem is, if you look at the spectrum of good versus evil. Right. And this is why. I, this is why I share the message that I do in the good. There's everybody, there's everything there's, there's black, white, Asian, Christian, gay, straight, you know, uh, uh, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, atheist. There's literally every single type of person in that good, right? 
And the only thing that is separating us and making us fight each other rather than realizing who the evil is, what the evil is and what the agenda is and fighting that is awareness of what the evil is, who it is, what the agenda is and fighting that. Because I always use 9-12 as an example, right? I'm from upstate New York. And so I experienced 9-11 in a different way than most people have. And I will never forget the day at, whether you want to believe what happened, et cetera, et cetera, we don't need to get into that. That's a whole other thing. But let's just talk about in general. Right. The day after that happened, hours after that happened, it didn't matter who you were standing next to. All that mattered was we have a common enemy. We understand who the evil oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. And, and that's it. And that's all that matters. That, that was true patriotism. And that's why, that's why I constantly spread this message of true patriotism, that patriotism, that has the ability to unite us, to unite the good. And you better believe that the powers that be understand that. Because just like what I saw, they saw it too. And they know what power that actually has if we can just figure out how to come together, which is why it's a constant effort to divide us, which is why it's a constant effort to put us against each other, right? And it's so important that people understand this because if we can just get out of our ways and if we can just understand that that's what's really happening, well, now all of a sudden it makes so much more sense as to why everything is happening, why we are being weak or, or why we are being weakened. Why are we, why we are being pitted against each other? Why every single day, it seems like all you hear is about, you know, politics and everything else that's supposed to make us get emotional and fight each other. Right. Folks, folks, listen, now you understand why I have Ian on. He's a critical thinker. He's a dad. He's a husband. And, um, he's a young lion in my world. That's getting stuff done and making his generation think, think for yourself and then look at the facts. And he's right. This whole thing about getting us, uh, I, I, you know, I was just on Fox news yesterday, Harris Faulkner. And, you know, uh, I was doing a segment about Daniel Penny, the Marine who used a hold and, and it bothers me how much they're trying to politicize really a heroic act of a guy stopping someone. And um, you have to clarify the technique, and it's not a choke. It's a faster neck restraint. And, you know, I mean, Daniel's like chewing gum while he's just kind of holding him. He's holding him loose. He's not putting. And the toxicology report and all this is going to say different. But the fact that they're trying to use this to divide people once again, somebody make a comment, well, Victor, your position on that, it doesn't help the race issue. I'm like, what race issue? So so Daniel's a whitey. You got a black guy helping him. You got another guy. I go, it reminds me of being in the Marines. There was no colors. You in the Marine Corps, general structures. I like your coach. He's saying there's not black, there's not white. He said you're all green. You're either Brothers. light green or dark green. So yep. knock it off. And yep. to your second point about why everything is happening. It's important that people, you don't react, but you start to respond appropriately, just like in a fight, just like in a gun battle. And because the the moment they get you reactive, they're controlling you. And when I say they, there are powers. Ultimately, I say it's evil. There's demonic forces, but they're using people, the manifestation through people, 
to get to you. And that's why you have to control. Uh, you have to be spirit-filled. Your mind needs to be washed with the word. I believe in the power of scriptures and prayer. Uh, so so you don't get so reactive. Now, well, well, go ahead. One more thing. We have about five minutes left because I have a couple of questions for you. No, you're good. I was just going to say to speak to that, Victor, it's, you know, one of the reasons why I follow you is because of what you're doing with child trafficking. Thank you. Um, Tim Ballard's a good friend of mine. Oh, you are. We, I, I, I try to work with them as much as I possibly can. And to go back to the whole, like, do I believe that something that evil is trying to control us? Yes. And the reason why since the beginning of time, evil, the main goal has always been to take freedom away from us and control us and and bend us to to its will and the easiest way to explain this to somebody of why that would be possible now think about it from a success standpoint just think about it from a business standpoint the people that are the most successful in business right once you climb the ladder those type of people don't come back down the ladder it's that's it once you go up one rung you're just going to go up more and more and more so now you look at the most powerful people in the world and you say to yourself okay these are not the type of people that want to climb down the ladder. They have all the money and all the power in the world. There's only one thing left that can level them up. There's only one thing left that can actually get them farther up the ladder, and it's control. Yeah, control. And so it blows my mind when people are like, oh, you believe that we're actually being controlled and that our food supply is being controlled and this and that. It's like, yes. Yes. Look around. Why wouldn't we? Like, yeah. This, this, this is the plan. And... Uh, again, you're a purveyor of truth. I think you're a lighthouse to get people to listen and start thinking critically and seeing things differently. And yeah. and we appreciate you. Uh, and so I'm glad I have you on the show today, and we'll get you back. But because of our limited time, I have two questions I ask my first-time guests. So yeah. there is no wrong answers. But first, people make a lot of decisions based on perception. Yeah. So... I asked my guest, what is your perception of me or the ministry my wife and I have? I mean, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I didn't really connect the last thought and this will connect it. And that is the, the most awful and atrocious and horrific evil that exists in this world is the slavery of the most innocent, which is our children. Yeah. There's nothing else that is more evil than someone who is taking dominance over our children. Nothing like it, it just, there's, there's literally nothing else out there. And there's nothing that would drive someone like me, who I consider myself a pretty, you know, peaceful for the most part, like I don't get in fights or anything like that, but I'll tell you what, Victor, if something ever came down to someone doing something like that to my kids, I will tell you right now that there would be no thought before they are in pieces in front of me. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't think of what comes after that. It, it just, yep. it wouldn't exist for me. <laughs> yep. It would be the most savage nature immediately because that is, that's pure evil. So what do I think about you? I think what you're doing is incredible. And I think the people that are, that are doing that are truly fighting evil forces. And mm. that same evil, believe me when I tell you is, very much part of the control aspect because yes. it takes money and power and resources to control. And the child trafficking industry is literally the most lucrative criminal industry in the world. And so yeah. just put two and two together. 
it 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 doesn't make sense that they wouldn't be linked right and so you are directly fighting that agenda you are directly fighting that agenda which is the most evil acts possible and on top of that what is funding the ability for evil to control the good yeah well thank you for uh, uh sharing with people that insight and folks listen you know we're celebrating 20 years of ministry we've always been about helping people helping children youth those who have been caught and ensnared in trafficking and our focus is this is our 20th year we're we're literally directing our focus now on just children and, and, and youth because it's so near and dear to my heart. One, because I was abused as a kid. I was left for dead in a cooler. And, and you know, as much as I tried to move away from all that as a young man, never to remember, God brought me back to it. And he said, I saved you. I redeemed you. I healed you. I'm still part crazy, but it's with a K. And that's all right. <laughs> Cause I get things done that some you people. You gotta be a like, little crazy to get things done, man. Oh, I'm, I mean, and my wife, she loves my craziness. As we were in Syria one time, going to reach ISIS children in a confinement camp. So you you gotta have a lot of uh, love for God and a little bit of crazy to do that. So, folks, if this is something you want to get involved in, please go to our website, VictorMarks.com. One of the biggest things you can do. For our ministry to help us is a sign up as a monthly supporter. And if you don't think $5 matters, it does if 100 people do it. It does if 10 people do it, because that's fuel. It does to help us do things that maybe you're not called to, but you don't need to be done. So thank you yeah. for going to victormarks.com and helping us out. Last question, my friend. We all die. Uh, yep. My brother died unexpectedly in a car accident uh, recently. And um, I've seen and been around death plenty. But we all have to have a philosophy or belief of what happens to us when we die. I interview so many people that are all over the map. And I I never, you know, I just want their opinion of what happens. So for you, what happens to Ian when you're 105 and you have 35 great-grandkids fanning you with prawns and paying ukuleles? What happens when you close your eyes for the last time and why? Why do you believe it? So that's a great question. I I believe that after we die, we go on to live, you know, de- dependent on how we lived our life here in what we'll call mortal existence. I believe that we go on to live with our father and Jesus Christ and our family and our friends and everybody who else has passed on. Mm. I believe that we go on to live with them in eternal happiness forever. Mm. In, in in exaltation, if once again, if we've done our part and we've lived our lives um, according to God's word here on earth. Um, and the reason why I believe that is just, I believe that the plan of God is and has always been for us to actually, I believe that there's an existence even before this life. I believe that we all existed and I believe we chose to come here. And rather than follow Satan, we chose to come to earth and experience this mortal existence and and go through what I would call a trial of of our faith and a trial of our, you know, just of our humanity in general and be able to progress because I believe that's the number one goal of life is progression, both spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything, which is why it's under attack, by the way. 
And, um, and I believe that we chose to be here and that, uh, because of that, that's the plan of God. The plan of God is literally to give his children the ability to experience mortality and go through challenge and, and trial and, and become, you know, perfected like he is become spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically perfected as he is. And, uh, because otherwise what else, you know, what else is, is the point? And, and I believe that the number one thing that allows us to do that, which is what evil wants to take away from us is free agency without free agency, without freedom. We don't have the ability to follow God. We don't have the ability to progress spiritually. We don't have the ability to progress at all, which is why I believe that's the number one attack on us right now, which is our freedom. The evil wants nothing more than to take away our freedom. And I will tell you this, it starts with America. This is a great place to wrap it up in a nice bow. If America falls, yeah, make no mistake, that is the last domino where true freedom and agency and the ability to progress exists. And evil knows that. And we, as the good that I talked about earlier, we better damn well understand that and get it through our heads and figure it out. Because if we don't, it's going to be too late. And even though if we get to that point, you know, evil will win for a, for a time, we know that God will, and that good will always prevail. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I believe. Thank you, brother. You wrap that differently than I've heard it from most. And I, I, I like the perspective of the new, where, where do we come from? But you know what I like best about what you said? I really do, is that you have this expectancy that seems appropriate that we ought to suffer and struggle and fight uh, because it's part of the plan. And most people who just go, I don't like suffering. I mean, the very words of Jesus, the man you and I follow, he says, deny yourself daily. Take up the cross and follow me. I was joking with a friend yesterday. I said, you know, I carry my cross daily. And I think my wife has to carry me and my cross because I'm her cross, but she does it and we're a team and we get stuff done. Uh, (laughs) And just look at, I mean, look at the most successful people, look at the people who are thriving in life and find one of those people who haven't suffered greatly in their life. And and I'll tell you all day long that that's not, you know, and suffering creates progression. Yeah. And folks, I, I think it's so important to understand that life is about conflict. Life is about hiccups but just don't give her up don't ever give up and you guys know that's part of my mantra whatever you do just don't get just don't give up your story's not over keep pressing through and uh you know trust god for the outcome ian thank you for being on the program today one more time how can people how can people get a hold of some of that patriot gear that's so dang popular yeah so officialpatriotgear.com is our website um, so you can just go there and grab okay. some gear. I I'll actually put a code out there for everybody too. You get 10% off. If you just put, uh, what should we put? Should we just put, uh, what, what, what should the code be? Give me a good code. Um, I would say just put ATP ATP. Okay. So ATP and you get 10% off your order. Nice. Um, officialpatriotgear.com or follow us on Instagram. That's our biggest following, which is the official Patriot gear. And, uh, yeah, please, please check us out. If that resonates with you and if, if you want to help us spread that message and the message that I've shared today, please, you know, 
you'd be surprised at how much it actually makes a difference when you wear a t-shirt with a message like that it does well hey you you send me something in an excel and uh i i I'll, i'm a wear it on one of my shoes i'm a i'm a i'm gonna do some instagramming on it but you guys uh wherever you are whatever you're doing god bless y'all do it to the best of your ability and uh you know don't give up until next time we'll see you right here at the victim marks show thanks for joining us for today's episode we'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast you can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com facebook instagram and twitter all linked in the show notes Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.